0: Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning, and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of April. Let's get to the top news. Bharat Biotech's homegrown vaccine showed a 78% efficacy at preventing mild, moderate and severe reactions to the COVID-19 virus, according to interim data, and it worked against most variants, including the double mutant variant that has been a cause for concern. It also showed 100% efficacy at preventing severe symptoms and hospitalizations against the COVID-19 virus. That's according to vaccine maker Bharat Biotech International and the Indian Council for Medical Research, both of which co-developed this vaccine. The data from the final stage trials that enrolled 25,800 participants has yet to be peer-reviewed and a final analysis will be available from June. This is good news, though, in the context of what we're witnessing. The second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic has been rampant and as many as 2.95 lakh fresh cases were reported in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning and over 2,000 COVID-19 related deaths. Those are both numbers that India has never reported before and there is a genuine worry that we may well breach the 3 lakh number today. Of course, there is hope that the broad basing of the vaccine rollout starting the 1st of May will help mitigate the numbers eventually. Serum Institute of India, India's primary vaccine manufacturer and currently the world's largest, on Wednesday announced the pricing of its Covishield vaccine ahead of the broad basing of the vaccine rollout. It will supply to state governments at 400 rupees a dose and to private hospitals at 600 rupees a dose. With the cases we've been seeing, state governments have been increasing restrictions hoping to curb the spread. Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Tuesday evening exhorted states to implement lockdowns only as a last resort, saying economic activity and people's livelihoods had to be protected. The focus instead should be on micro-containment zones, he said. Let's turn to other news now. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman on Wednesday assured India Inc. of full government support to overcome the impact of the second wave of the pandemic, while commending the Indian industry for its extreme forbearance, patience and perseverance. Sitaraman made these remarks in two separate virtual uh, interactions with industry captains organised by industry bodies CII and FICI. Now, the government may front load its bank recapitalization plan this year to strengthen weaker lenders and provide further support to its privatization strategy. An official aware of the development told the Economic Times that while most banks were adequately capitalized, a call could be taken to accelerate the process for some after the fourth quarter results. The government allocated 20,000 crore rupees towards bank recapitalization in the current financial year, and this infusion normally takes place at the end of the year. In international news, momentum is growing in Congress in the U.S. for bipartisan legislation to confront China and bolster U.S. competitiveness in technology and critical manufacturing, according to a report from Bloomberg. The Senate Foreign Relations Committee on a 21-to-1 vote on Wednesday approved a bill aimed at China on a number of fronts, including closer uh, scrutiny of foreign donations to U.S. colleges and universities. Meanwhile, Australia has cancelled agreements between China's Belt and Road Initiative and the Victoria State Government. Let's look at some of the factors that could influence trade in India this morning. US equities ended strong after a muted start to trade. The Dow and the S&P 500 closed higher by over 0.9% each, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq climbed over 1%. And equities in the Asia-Pacific region are also showing some strength. The question is whether India will also display some strength after a poor start to the week. Today, remember, is also the weekly expiry so you could see some added volatility. As of now though, from what the SGX Nifty is indicating, we could see some more pressure but the downside may not be too big. Why do I say that? Well, the flows over the last few days have certainly not been supportive. Foreign institutional investors just last week have net sold equity worth about 2,700 crore rupees and that's over half of what they've net sold in the month so far. Now there has been significant buying from domestic institutions and that should mitigate the selling pressure somewhat. Let's look at some of the stocks that might be in focus. Hiro Motor Corp will certainly be one to look at. It has decided to temporarily suspend manufacturing at all plants due to the rapid rise in COVID-19 cases in the country. Each plant will remain shut for four days in a staggered manner between the 22nd of April that is today and the 1st of May. India Bulls Housing Finance is also one that you will want to keep an eye on. It has entered into a co-lending arrangement with HDFC Limited and India Bulls Housing Finance will originate retail loans through a jointly drawn-up credit policy. It will retain 20% of the loans and 80% will be on HDFC's balance sheet. In the retail space, Nestle India posted earnings more or less in line with estimates. Revenues came in 9% higher year on year at 3,610 crore rupees and net profit grew 15% to over 600 crore rupees. There was margin improvement despite rising raw material costs and the EBITDA margin during the quarter stood at 25.8%. Also, watch out for Tata Steel. Its subsidiaries, Tata Steel Long Products and Tata Steel BSL, have both posted stellar earnings numbers for the quarter ended March in line with what was expected from steel manufacturers because of the number of uh, steel price hikes that they've undertaken. Well, that's all we have for you in this edition of the Rise With India podcast. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe if you'd like to hear this podcast on a regular basis. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise With India podcast on ET Now.